And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, APAS president and Regina area farmer Todd Lewis hopes to be back in the field on the combine by Monday or Tuesday of next week. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly cloudy, 40% chance of showers, wind southeast 20, the high 7, the low minus 1. Thursday, clearing late in the morning, wind southeast 20, the high 10 tomorrow, the low plus 1. Friday, cloudy, the high 10, the low 0. Saturday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high 11, the low plus 1. Sunday, sunny, the high 14, the low plus 2. Monday, sunny, the high 19, the low plus 5. Tuesday, sunny, the high near 20. Normal high is 15 for this date, the normal low is 0. The sun rose at 6.59. This morning it sets at 6.36 tonight. And around the province, we have the... Hot spot for the second day in a row, Stony Rapids up north at 9 degrees. The cold spot for the second day in a row, Cypress Hills in the southwest corner at minus 1. Estevan is 5, Saskatoon 7, this is all plus. Swift Current 4, Weyburn 5, Yorkton is 6. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's plus 5, that's 41 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 19. Humidity 77%, the barometer dropping 102.6. Partly cloudy, Moose Jaw, 6 degrees, winds are from the south at 17. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 5, that's 41 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougallauction.com. Regina area farmer Todd Lewis is hoping to be back on the combine on Monday or Tuesday. Lewis has about 50% of his crop in the bin and says he still needs a couple weeks of warm, dry weather to wrap up the 2019 harvest. He says weekend rain and snow amounted to about one inch or 25 millimeters of moisture. A majority of our moisture happened on uh, Saturday night. It really rained hard for most of Saturday night, so that's where we got a lot of our accumulation. What impact on the crop from all this moisture? Well, it's, uh, you know, I think the cereals that are left out, uh, we're going to see some downgrading and, you know, we won't really be able to assess it till we get it off and get the crop graded if more sprouts are going to occur and those kind of things. And fortunately, we didn't have the real heavy snow like a lot of areas. Some of the crop is down, uh, you know, just driving uh, into Regina this morning. Notice, you know, the cereal crops are definitely down. Uh, canary seed crops are down some as well, but Thankfully, they're not near as bad as some of the pictures we've seen on TV, you know, west and south of Regina here. There was, you know, a foot or better of snow in it. Boy, that's really dropped that crop down. It's going to take a long time to dry it out. Any frost damage at all? Some of the late, there were some late canola crops that probably have been affected. Uh, you know, they were kind of on burrow time anyway, but I would think, uh, you know, we haven't had a real, real hard frost yet. You know, we were minus two, something like that, but I think, you know, there will be some damage to those crops. And interestingly enough, on uh Last week there on Thursday, some of those thunder showers that went through, uh, there was just a little bit of hail, and I noticed I was over uh, east of our place yesterday, and uh, there was some uh, shattered canola you could see, you know, just the top of the plants are white, and uh, got talking to one of the producers over there, and he figured that was a little bit of hail damage he had. So, so it's been a real mixed bag of weather this fall, and it continues. When do you hope to resume harvest? Well, looking at the forecast, if we're... Uh, 
going, you know, next Monday or Tuesday, that would really be something. Finally see some uh, sunshine and, you know, even up in the 20-degree range and 18, 19 degrees. So hopefully that that comes along. And, uh, boy, we really need to get rid of this humidity. You know, it's just really unusual the high humidities we've had for this time of year, you know, up up into the 90s. And uh, that's uh, we need a lot lower humidity and some wind to try and get the crop down to where we can take it off. When you do get going, how much do you need to, time to wrap Oh, it would be, uh, you know, I just, just generally, you know, at our place, a c- couple weeks would get a lot of it done if we could have some good days. But if t- the time of year and everything else, if, I would think we'd be closer to three weeks of harvesting before we have everything wrapped up. Expecting a lot of grain dryers and uh, farmers facing higher costs because of having to dry the grain down? I would say that would be uh, something that will be pretty common now. Uh, you know, in our area, there's not a lot of grain dryers. A lot of the uh, elevator companies have dryers and so on. I suspect they'll be they'll be busy, and certainly in the northern part of the province, there's been a lot of grain dried already. And, uh, you know, just speaking to some producers, they haven't taken off a single bushel bushel yet that hasn't gone through a dryer. So, yeah, increased costs, that's for sure, and, uh, and some uh, added losses with uh, the downgrading. Todd Lewis farms southeast of Regina at Gray and is president of APAS. Federated Co-ops is advising farmers to order their propane in a timely manner to dry crops affected by the wet weather this fall. Propane marketing manager Dave Turk does not expect any supply shortages, but he wants to avoid last year's delays in delivering propane because of record high demand. He says Co-op has added drivers and strategic storage facilities to better serve farmers, but he wants farmers to order early. So far, propane demand in September was was certainly strong, uh, and that's directly related to the marginal weather uh, that was experienced in Western Canada. Are you expecting a large increase in demand this month? You know, given given the recent weather that was quite widespread across Western Canada, you know, I think it would be fair to anticipate, you know, we're probably looking at a few busy weeks ahead of us. I understand you have a message for farmers, order it early if they can? Absolutely. You know, it, I think one of the most important things you can do is to be in contact with your propane provider, letting them know, you know, what your situation is, you know, are your tanks full, uh, what's your storage. Hopefully uh, many of these things have been discussed already, but, you know, when do you plan to begin drying or are you already, you know, what's the anticipated duration? And and really when you share that knowledge, you know, that's when you're uh, ourselves as a propane supplier can really work with the producer to manage and uh, and meet their propane needs. Are you anticipating any shortages? No, we have uh, no reason to believe that there'll be uh, any propane shortages. And, and really when it came down to any issues in 2018, it was more so the distribution and just meeting that that intense demand. There was never actually any shortage of product. It's just trying to get it out in a timely manner. Absolutely, and meeting the the expectations of, of every customer and, and doing so in a safe and responsible manner. So your message to farmers then was, of course, please uh, order it early if you think you need it. You bet. Dave Turk is the propane manager at Federated Co-ops. He points out there was strong demand for propane in September, mainly from farmers in northeast Saskatchewan. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782-5999. Poor harvest conditions have led to a strengthening of prices for good quality green peas and large green lentils. 
Chuck Penner is a market analyst with Left Field Commodity Research. Some of the bids are starting to turn a little bit higher, and the reason that those are turning a little bit higher is because those two crops, the green lentils, green peas, uh, visual appearance is more important for the grade. So anytime you get bleaching or staining, those kind of things for greens, uh, it causes more of a price reaction. And so we're already seeing that. Um, Not so much for red lentils uh, or for yellow peas, partly because those products get milled. Now, I know that you know, wrinkling on on lentils can cause problems with the processing, but so far it hasn't caused those bids to start moving higher. Penner says green peas are selling at $8 a bushel or a little higher, while large green lentils are in the 20 to 22 cents a pound range. Yellow peas are $6 to $6.50 a bushel, with red lentils stable at 16 cents. Penner isn't hopeful about the odds of India loosening its tariffs and import restrictions. The reason is better than expected summer rain. It also raises the soil moisture for their winter pulse crop, which is when they grow peas and lentils and chickpeas. So I had been more optimistic earlier. Now it looks like their crops may be large enough that they can continue to keep the tariffs up and and on peas the quantitative restrictions as well. Canadian pea production is expected to be about 30% larger than last year in the neighbourhood of 4.7 million tonnes. I'm still fairly optimistic about exports even though India is still doing what it's doing. But I don't see a disaster shaping up for Chinese demand, uh, the way that some have been very nervous about that. And and maybe it's right to be nervous, but uh, I'm still looking for a solid export program there and to some other smaller countries, especially with yellow pea prices being down uh, this year. It it could encourage a little more buying uh, that way. As for lentils, the latest production estimates are calling for up to 20% increase over last year, which won't help the supply-demand situation. Authorities in Oregon admit they have no leads, but suspect the bizarre deaths and mutilations of five bulls were caused by humans. A former FBI agent said there was no indication that anything other than ordinary animal predators were to blame. But in the week since the dead bulls were found in July, the Harney County Sheriff's Office has received calls and emails speculating on a cause... The ranch that owned the bull suspects a cult is behind the killings. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Hickseed in Moss Bank. If you have the need for feed, call Hickseed. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola went up two sixty at four hundred thirteen dollars and sixteen cents. Oats gained a dollar forty one at one eighty one twenty nine. Number one red spring wheat fell two dollars thirty eight cents at two zero nine zero seven. The rest were unchanged. Durham two sixty seven oh six. Feed barley one forty six forty seven. Flax four hundred eighty five dollars ninety three cents. Yellow peas two eighteen fifty four. Feed wheat. 147.79. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, December wheat is down 11 cents at $5.22 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Hartman Livestock Market Report for Wednesday, October the 2nd. With all the wet weather around the area, it's surprising we have the numbers that we have here. Good job, guys, for getting them in. 2,200 head in the sort, 275 cows and bulls, a total of 2,475 for the day. 
Cows and bulls, uh, the cow and bull market still hanging in there. D1, D2 cow, 77 to 87, sales to 88, 89. D3 cow, 67 to 77, cows are averaging 79 cents. Good bulls, 102 to 112, sales to 114, 115, the bulls are averaging 105. In the pre-sort today, black and red Angus influence sale. And what a set of black and red calves we have for sale. They're looking good. On the steer side, some highlights. 52 black steers weighing 425, topped out at 255. 500-pound red steers at 228.75. Here's 112 black steers weighing 575 at 214. 51 red steers, 650-pounders at 216. And of course, my favorite pen, 710 pound red steers topped out at 211 and a quarter. On to the yearling steers, 850 pound yearling steers, 185, 950s, 182, and 1,075 pound yearling steers at 170. On the heifer side, here's a package of 44 black heifers weighing 425, topped out at 209, 51 black steers at 500 pounds, 184. 575-pound heifers, 182, 650-pound heifers at 184.75, and 710-pound heifers, 176. Next week, pre-sort, also featuring black and red Angus cattle, but all breeds are welcome. Please keep booking your cattle, guys. These sales will fill up. Hopefully, we'll get some sunshine and warm weather for all of you producers out there. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,000 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 121 to 141 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,800 head, selling in a range of 120 to 145 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is mixed, and footwork contract prices are trading lower this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar is up three basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3243. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.21 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are mixed midweek, with Iowa, Southern Minnesota, and Western Corn Belt regions down by about 30 cents U.S. 100 rate, while the national region was up by $1.55 100 weight. The inconsistency between regions suggests cash markets are not yet in agreement on the next move, but the observed trend so far suggests seasonal recovery may be in the works. There are indications from some of the daily cutout reports suggesting various hams have seen an uptick in recent demand, along with massive speculation that it is Chinese buyers behind the purchases. If China or Mexico or any other export market is behind the recent ham demand, it likely won't be revealed conclusively until the monthly report that is on a two-month lag. Lean hog futures opened higher this morning after seeing the front-month contracts approach limit lows once again at yesterday's close, but have since turned lower mid-trade. Profit-taking and technical repositioning has been cited for yesterday's move, while the market remains bound within a range that was established near the middle of September. And the outlook today, mainly cloudy, 40% chance of showers. Wind southeast, 20, the high 7 today, the low minus 1. Thursday, clearing late in the morning, wind southeast, 20, the high 10, the low plus 1. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's 5 degrees, that's 41 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.